This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at this is episode 564. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of hard to tell Cecil because this is the second time we've talked about the impeachment of the same <laughs> fucking guy. You know? Yep. There, because yep. that's uh, we're gonna spend a little bit of time talking a little impeachment talks. We need to do yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know because the motherfucking ex president is in the midst of an impeachment trial. Historic. We've yeah. never. We have never impeached or attempted to, we, we, the House has never impeached a president twice. Then right. we have never had a Senate hearing on that impeachment for a motherfucking president who is not currently in power. Yeah. That's some, this is, who fucking gets impeached twice? <sighs> who gets impeached twice? Who convinces an entire mob to raid the fucking Capitol Hill? Man, holy shit. So we, we got to talk about it. Have you been watching the videos that the prosecution? Yeah, the yeah Demo- for sure. The nine I, minute long video, the first one they opened. With. Oh, brother. Yeah. It is compelling as fuck. It is. It, I, I got to say the Democrats, all they have to do is say, here's what happened. Yeah. This is different than the first one, right? The first, the, the, the first impeachment hinged on this call with a Ukrainian president and whether or not there was undue influence in exchange for political yes. favors. Yeah. And it was rather complicated. Like it there was, was some complexity to it. It was far away. It, it was and, far right. away. It wasn't here. It didn't right. happen here. Right. But this fucking, they are doing a, this is a fucking masterclass in storytelling. Yeah. This really is. You watch these videos and the videos are, I mean, they're hard to watch. I, I watched them and I had fucking emotions. I don't like having emotions, Cecil. <laughs> yeah. I'm a guy born in the 70s. I'm not supposed to even have emotions. <laughs> I'm supposed to be stoic until the moment I die. I'm supposed to like look in the face of my children and like feel nothing. I'm a man born in the late 70s. I watched this and I had I had real genuine upwellings of feeling and not proud and good feeling. I, I watched this vi- these videos, especially the first one. But again, I watched the one that came out yesterday. I watched it this morning, first thing. And it's, it's we were within moments. Yeah. yeah I we saw were within too. a hair's breadth. We were within moments of having our lawmakers, our government, our, our like, because if you kill the people that do it, you there is no system past that. 
right? We were within moments of having the number two and number three and then other random lawmakers, not to mention their aides and other people who are just fucking showing up to work today being ripped apart by vicious fucking mobs of insurrectionist assholes. We were within moments of our democracy crumbling in front of us by violence, not by not by ideological difference, right? I mean, for most of my life, Cecil, for most of my life, I always was under the, I guess, silly and naive impression that 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 what I had to fight was an ideology. Bad ideas versus good ideas. My guy representing me versus your guy representing you. That, but but here we saw this what happens when a literal strong man takes hold and uses the threat of physical violence. At the end of the day, it's fucking muscle and bone and skin against muscle and bone and skin. And an entire country could have succumbed in that moment to nothing more important than the stupidity of a rage-filled mob high on adrenaline and fucking disinformation. And to lose sight of how fucking close we came would have been a motherfucking tragedy. I got to say the Democrats on the prosecution side, it won't matter because it's not really a trial. They have done an amazing, amazing job of telling that story and showing just how close our democracy came to literally collapsing from the dumbest thing you can collapse from, which isn't bad ideas. It's fucking brute force, the brute force of the mob. Yeah, and it's and it's, it's spurred on by the narcissism of one guy. Right, right? Yes. So it's even dumber than that, right? It's even dumber than it just is. the mob. It is, you're right, Cecil. It's, it's, it's dumber because it was literally for his vanity. They did it because they, he didn't want to feel bad about losing. And Ugh. so he spurred on an entire mob of people to believe a lie, to believe something that was demonstrably not true so that he could feel better about losing. That's what it was all about. So, so you know, the thing that, that really caught me was, and I had seen some of this before. So the, the thing that they were presenting about how close everybody was, was sort of on the Washington Post two weeks ago where they had sort of figured out where everybody was. But some of the really, you know, so where they figured out where somebody was, where where the, the important people were along with the mob and they had different colored like uh, icons on a map, on a 3D map that they kept showing. And so I had seen that a couple weeks ago. It was very compelling when they showed it again or something very similar in, in Congress. But I want to say like, like the stuff, there was, there was a few points of this that I really was moved. And one of the parts was when Ted Lieu said at the end, I want to quote him. He said, you know, I'm not afraid of Donald Trump running again in four years. I'm afraid he's going to run again and lose because he can do this again. Yeah. And that's the real problem, right? Is that if you, if you do this, if you let this go, if you say this is fine, we're, yep. we're, we're not, we're not going to punish this person for this. You're opening up a, uh, an avenue where people in the future can consistently use disinformation to claim they want. It's now precedent. And that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, Lisa Murkowski was interviewed and at first I was heartened, but then I was mildly disheartened because she said, you know, she's a Republican from Alaska. And she said that she thought the, the evidence that the uh, case made was damning. 
was, she said it was pretty damning. But then she said, you know, when they were asking like, you know, well, to your point about in four years, I don't know how he could be elected again. He wasn't elected again this time. Yep. Yep. And I, I like, I wanted, I grabbed my fucking head in that fucking incredulous way that you do. Yep. When it's like, it's like he wasn't elected again this time. And we had, we nearly had a fucking actual civil war. We averted disaster. Let's be clear. We had to, we averted disaster by only two things. This is one of the few times I'm going to sing the praises of police, but by some really incredibly brave actions by the police. There were some police officers in that Capitol building who did some genuinely heroic deeds. They did. And then it was luck. It was yeah. pure fucking luck. Yeah. It was pure fucking luck. Most of it was pure fucking luck. Most of it, right? Yeah. yeah. There, there's, there's a scene if you watch the if you watch the prosecution's defense, there's a scene where Nancy Pelosi's aides and all these people at work for her, they scramble into this fucking conference room and they barricade themselves behind this door. And then seven minutes later, the mob fucking floods that corridor and this guy bashes the fucking door down. But thankfully, there's a door and a second door before you get to this like huddled group of, I don't know how many people, but it's not five, man. It's a lot of fucking people huddled together under a conference table. And they just looked at that and because they fucking didn't know shit all about the building and its architecture and its layout, that guy didn't break down the second door. But they could have. They, they were 100% fucking could have. And do you think they would have snuggled with him? They weren't yeah, there and, to cuddle. They and, were there to and, kill people. That and, was their, yeah, they, they're, they're walking down the halls. Nancy. Yep. Nan what do you think was going to happen? They'd have yeah. fucking torn her apart like animals, man. The Speaker of the House. Hang Mike Pence. That was yeah. their chant. Don't, don't, I mean, don't, don't tell you what they wanted to do. They literally said it out loud. Right. It, and Trump, when he knew, and I think that, I, again, I think the prosecution. It's the timing. It's the timing. Made such a compelling argument. Yeah. Because Trump knew. He knew that Pence had been evacuated. He knew that Pence had been moved to a secure location, that rioters had broken into the fucking Capitol building. And even after that, he is tweeting shit out, knowing that his tweets are essentially battle plans and permission to the fucking rioters, knowing that. Because when he fucking says shit and he tweets shit, people react to it in real fucking time from their motherfucking phones. And when that happened, even after the vice president had been fucking evacuated, he's still tweeting shit out about how Mike Pence is a coward. What he didn't do is the most, one of the most important things about this, Cecil, is what he didn't do. What he didn't do is realize, holy fuck, these people that fucking fall on every fucking word of mine, they have taken this building. And this is an opportunity for me to say, fuck, oh no, guys, this is not what I meant. Peaceably, leave the building. The fucking democracy cannot stand this kind of attack. He didn't say anything like that. He didn't say anything like that in real time. In real time, he either exacerbated the situation, incited more violence, or was tacitly permissive after yeah. people were removed from the building. At no point did he try to quell any of this violence, even when the violence kicked off. So even if you cannot make, even if you can't wrap your fucking dumbass head around the idea that he spent 77 days 
creating this violence from the point of November 3rd to January 6th, even if you, for some reason, can't figure that fucking part out. He didn't do shit. He had a responsibility as the fucking commander-in-chief and as the president, as the leader of the country. He didn't do shit to fix it either. Yeah. He purposely made it worse. The, the, vi the video after is enough, right? The video that got deleted, the one that they took down, where he's saying, you're all very beautiful people. I love you. You're, you're very good. Yep. Go home now. They, they take things away from us and it's horrible what they do to us. It's terrible what they do to us. They steal it from us and they make us feel so terrible and so angry, but we got to go home, but they stole it from us, but we got to go home. And that was literally what, I mean, watch that video, watch what yep. he has to say. He's, he's inciting them with that video. You can't look at that in any other way. He doesn't, he literally cannot say out loud, just go home. He has to say, he has to couch it in the language of they stole it from us, yep. right? It's, there's a mixed message there. There was not one single message. And so if you're sending out mixed messages, that's on you. That's not on the crowd. No. For which no. one? You gave them two choices. Leadership has to be clear. Yeah. Leadership has to be clear. And when there's a crisis, he failed to every act time. in that crisis. Yeah. Every like, time there like, was a crisis. Just, just, every, you know, I mean, you couldn't be more right, Cecil. Every fucking crisis for four years that came yep. by, he either created or failed to act. Yeah. He's failed the utterly. fucking impotent in chief is who he is. He that fucker never got his dick hard once in yeah. four fucking years. What did he do yeah. about the fucking pandemic? He didn't do shit yeah. all about the yeah. pandemic. He left. He stood in people. front of us and said, this will go away by magic. Yeah. Shine yep. some light on it. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? And yep. when the fucking actual, honest to God, genuine insurrection, the first in American history since the Civil War, the, a fucking insurrection occurred and our capital was overrun by a mob of fucking bizarro sycophants to the fucking lame duck president. He didn't take control of the situation and he could have. Yeah. Because all those fuckers wore his hat. Yep. They wore yep. his hat. Yep. They he could, all he had to do is a, he was a tweet away from solving that problem. Go home. This isn't what I wanted. They were standing outside scream and fight for Trump. I mean, yeah. that's enough right there to say, like, wh why are they there? They told you why they were there, man. They literally said it out loud. What were they there to do? They told you what they were there to do. They were there to hang Mike Pence. They were there to, to find Nancy Pelosi. They were rifling through documents, open documents on a desk, yep. thinking they were going to find some weird secret fucking uh, message inside a fucking uh, desk. This one guy... The, 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 it's the all best. these people are literally so stupid. He walks inside he and he's got his phone out and he's rifling through the papers in one of those lecterns where they have, you know, it looks like a, it looks like a, a, an elementary school desk that just doesn't have a chair on it. It's just, you know, the, 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 you can flip the top open and put things inside of it. And, and there's a bunch of papers in there and he's flipping through a legal pad and a binder. And he says out loud, there has to be something in here we can nail the bastards with. He yep. thinks he's going to find secret documents inside of there that you just oh you know what i did today uh you know other congressmen i brought my secret documents with me and i accidentally left them inside an yeah. unlocked oh desk. do you have your secret <laughs> binder of forbidden plans yes. people, i brought mine do you have your secret decoder ring so i can the, read it the worst part about this is, is that these people are so stupid they thought that was real and that's why they were so easy to manipulate 
Yeah. That's literally the reason why they were so easy to manipulate. This is a group of people, like, like I just want to be very, very clear. We did not flirt with the loss of our sacred institutions and democracy. We didn't flirt with it. We fucking tongued that shit. We yeah. were heavy petting apocalypse. Yep. That's what we were fucking doing. Yep. And it is just a God's honest truth, Cecil, that for most of American history, these fucking dumb fucking cretin mouth-breathing motherfuckers, they weren't able to gather like this. They were not right. motivated like this. We are right. in a new place, a dangerous place. And let me be very clear because I think it's fucking important. This place is not going away. We have given the dumbest motherfuckers you can possibly imagine some of the most powerful tools and weapons that you can that, that, you, that your mind can dream up because it used to be that these dumbass motherfuckers that can't fucking spell their own name that aren't educated that can't understand the fucking news well you know what they weren't reading the news yeah they weren't in this that's not what they were doing that wasn't their life but the world has changed and they are easily taken in and they are easily manipulated and they aren't that fucking smart and they don't have the fucking tools to address the difficult and complex issues that present to us. And so here they are. And what we have figured out, and if anybody is paying attention, what anybody who seeks to, to gain control will see from this is this is a group I can manipulate. Easily. There are... Yeah. There is a massive number of people, tens of dozens of millions of people in this country that is manipulatable, yep. that is not sophisticated, that has not got the tools necessary to do the good, smart, thinky work. Yep. When you've got 74 or 75 million people who maybe think QAnon is probably a little right, you're only a minute away from mobilizing that. That's it. We had the dumbest fucking guy ever that did it. We didn't have a sophisticated, smart, no. compelling guy no. who did this work. We are in a terrifying place. And if you make this, if you make it so that this guy gets off free, scot free, which they will, because yeah. they're never, they're never going to get enough people to convince, convict him. And I do want, I do have a question to ask you about that in a second. But mm -hmm. you, even if you do let him get off scot free, someone more sophisticated and smarter is going to come in. Yes. So this is it, it, the vote on this sadly, is going to be whether or not we get to keep the country. That's the yeah, vote. This is, uh, Cecil, I think it's that. I also think this is genuinely, this is a vote that, that demonstrates whether or not we as a nation believe that reality matters. We are, we are deciding. We are going to decide in a handful of days whether what's true is true. Yep. Not whether what's true is good or bad. Not whether what's true is is something we should fix or not fix. Those yeah. are those questions are fucking 10 years behind us. Throw them away. What yeah. we are deciding right now is whether or not what's true happened. Does yeah. reality matter? That yeah. is a decision that's in front of us. And if we go the wrong way, and let me be clear, I think we will. I think if we, we will too. If we go the wrong way, we are teaching the next fucking guy that there is a massive number of people in this country who don't have the tools and who are manipulatable and can fall prey to the 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 um, machinations of someone smarter and more sophisticated? Because you didn't have someone real smart and sophisticated to start with. Nope. You just had someone ruthless. Nope. nope. What if you had someone smart and ruthless, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Because there are smart, ruthless people out there. Yeah.
So, Tom, there's two options to go about this, and I know that they can do this. Um, there were suggestions of a secret ballot. And the suggestion of the secret ballot takes the, the weight off of the Republicans because they, if they vote in a secret ballot, no one knows whether or not they were the one who said he should go. Mm-hmm. And there's, I guess, two, two frames of mind. The first frame of mind is if you let him have a secret ballot, you could get rid of Trump. But if you have a, an open ballot and you get to see who voted yay and nay, you could sink these people with Trump. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you didn't vote right. along with it, you could sink with him. I genuinely think that the precedent is more important than sinking the senators that, that side with him. I would push for a secret ballot myself. Where do you stand? I would push for a secret ballot. What matters right now is that a condemnation of the rejection of reality is made. That yeah. has to happen. Yeah. There, yeah. So I did read something interesting that the way that the impeachment article in the Constitution is written is that it has got to be two thirds of present senators. So you could actually have 50. You could have the Trump could if 20 senators, if 20 Republicans simply didn't show up. Yeah. They would have to not abstain. They would have to not show up to the vote. If they did not show up to the vote, you could have 54 senators. Yeah. And then you could have a full impeachment. That could happen. It's really, really fucking worrisome that there is... We're at a place where what happened happened and we even have to have a conversation. This shouldn't be a conversation. This shouldn't be like my party versus your party. This, the GOP, I think, is in an existential crisis right now. And if I were the GOP's leadership, I would recognize that this 74 million are held together by the loosest of possible threads, that yeah. they do not coalesce around a meaningful fucking ideology. No, no. They coalesced around one fucking lunatic. One that dude. lunatic. Yep does not live in your house forever. And if you abandon him now, you can save the GOP. The GOP can go back to being a loosely connected brotherhood of bad ideas, right? But it can't even be that if they side with Trump. It doesn't get to be that if they side with Trump. I, I heard a phrase, and I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember exactly what it was. I heard a phrase on a podcast I was listening to. It was either The Daily or maybe What's Next, but they were talking about the allure of cowardice. And I love that phrase because you look at these fucking guys and the ones who are afraid to take a stand on such an obvious issue, they are taken in, they are lured in, they are swayed and seduced by cowardice. And if you look at that, you, you have to think like, that's somebody that cannot be respected. That's somebody that cannot be Reelected. That's somebody who should not represent me. Do I want craven fools who are motivated entirely by their self-interest to represent me? Well, no, yeah. not unless I'm a craven, craven self-interested fool. And that's not how I see myself. It may be who I am, but it's not how I see myself. I, I That phrase stuck with me. It really did. And this is also going to be a vote on whether or not we are governed by the seduction of cowardice. Yeah, yeah. Facebook 
profits off of human attention. And the best ways to hold humans' attention are also the worst things about us. Tribalism, fear, hate, minion memes. So this story comes from CNN. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been banned from Instagram. This story is interesting. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has for years been repeating bullshit anti-vax claims. He's been like this weird, weird anti-vax guy. Um, and he's a U.S. senator. He's a former U.S. attorney general. He was a former presidential candidate. He has been speaking out against vaccines actually for quite a long time. Quite a long time. Instagram banned that fucking guy. Good. But Facebook, very weirdly, which owns Instagram, yeah. they're the same company, didn't ban the same guy. The same guy on Facebook has 300,000 followers. Yeah. So the same company, like, look, it'd be like, it's so weird to me. It's like looking out your fucking dining room window and be like, that's unacceptable. And looking out at the same scene from your living room window and being yeah. like, okay yeah. with me. That'll be fine. <laughs> what the fuck? What exactly. are you even talking about? Facebook has pledged, like in the in the coronavirus thing, they have said, like, we are gonna we are gonna crack down on vaccine disinformation. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr. gets kicked the fuck off Instagram, but still lives in your house. That'd be like if like a burglar broke into my house and I was like, all right, you can steal the silver, but you cannot steal my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> My wallet is off limb. I have principles, sir. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, I I I don't get it. I I think that it, there's 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 some weird shit that they're doing. And one of the things that it said in this article, they said Facebook has struggled for years to crack down on vaccine misinformation and announced another effort to do so this week. But yet no matter what, if I fucking post a video, if we post our show and it has a fucking uh any kind of copywritten music or we post a clip where, you know, we posted that clip that one time where that kid was doing the, have you ever had a dream where you, um, where you did, and, right, and, and yeah. we, we posted that clip once and we got flagged. We got that portion got flagged yeah. and we had to take it out. Like they have fucking algorithms that can find that shit. Very yep. specific things. Within they seconds. They absolutely can find yep. and, and all of the different terms and terminology, you know, well, this last week, someone made a comment on our fans of Facebook page about a cracker tray. And they they took the thing off because it was, <laughs> they thought it was hate speech. Oh, I, so, from now on, I'm calling all food made by white people cracker trays. Cracker trays, yeah. Don't bring perfect. in this cracker tray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, the thing is, it's like they clearly have things set up, right? right. They clearly have things set up. So yeah. why do they why do they have to go through all of this? The reason why is they want to sell your data, man. Yeah, that's why. The, they want yeah, there's get no, the way, there's fuck no out other of reason. Here. There's no other reason. There's they're gonna try to they're not, they're they're trying to delay the inevitable so that yep. they could sell more data. That's yep. why. They want me to buy handmade Japanese teacups or whatever fucking yep. weird shit they're and, selling. And you know, and even and even even worse, they want to sell that data to other people. Yes, that's yep. what they want. Absolutely, to do. You know, man. It's, it's worse than Absolutely. it's worse than just putting an ad in your feed. Yep. It's it they is. want to sell that data to somebody else. I know. I make a joke like as if as if that's the worst. It's so yeah. so so much, yeah. and we've talked about that a lot. And yeah. it's something I'm I'm passionate about. It's so yeah. much bigger and so much worse than that. They don't yeah. give a fuck. They and, and to your point. They could crack down on all of it. And you're, I'll tell you what, Cecil, show a fucking nipple in the background of a picture. Yeah. 
Facebook finds that fucking nippy nip and yep. fucking flags that shit and burns your account to the ground and they show up to your house and step on your computer. Yeah, exactly. Like they will fuck <laughs> and then they, you. And then they for they a punch fucking, your dog on the way right. out. They're just like Dude, and they just they leave. Have programmed in a hatred for fucking background nipples. Yep. But they can't figure out how to program it. Well, golly gosh, it is a tough one to figure out what to do yep. about you know, vaccine disinformation during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. well, get and the that's fuck the fuck out of here. Well, and that's the problem is, is that before vaccine shit was lower stakes. We talked about it last week with Noah. That uh -huh. shit was lower stakes when people were getting the measles. Yes, the measles are horrible. Yes, I had the measles. It sucked. Yes, getting the measles can kill you in certain instances. It can make you blind, but it's not as bad as, you know, 3% of those people die or something. You know, it's right. not that bad. And so- when, when you're looking at a, a, a global pandemic and people getting sick and people maybe having lifelong effects from this pandemic, we don't know. There's all these different things that are coming to light. And it's also dangerous enough to kill people in a lot of people here. We're not just talking about a small amount of people. Almost a half a million people in the United States have died from it. So it's not a tiny little amount of people. And so the fact is, is that the before it was low stakes, now it's higher stakes and they have to act, but they still aren't acting. Yeah. At one point, they're talking about, this guy is talking about vaccines and he says, you know, the, the, like you said, he was a lifelong Democrat. He said, they, they say in the article, he said he's anti-vaccines views, though, by saying that he's, he is actually in favor of safe vaccines, noting that his children have been vaccinated. That's like saying you're fucking in favor of legal votes, right? I want all right. the yep. legal votes to be counted. Yep. It's the same lie. Yep. I'm in favor of safe vaccines. Well, what does that imply, asshole? What the fuck are you saying? Are you saying there's some that are unsafe? Which ones are those? And that's the yep. problem. Yep. It's like calling a black guy articulate. That's yep. fucking racist. Yep. Right, yep. because embedded in that language is the assumption yep. that other black people aren't articulate. Embedded yep. in the fucking language of safe vaccines is the fucking bullshit assumption yep. that other vaccines aren't safe. What are we looking for a fucking vaccine that went through, I don't know, the largest phase three clinical trial in vaccine history? That's the COVID vaccine. Yep. We yep. have it. Yep. Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca Oxford. We have it. Yep. Wait, this is the only, what makes me crazy about that season. There's no other way out. Yep. What is the other way out of this? There's no other way out There's of it. There's no other the way other, out. Yeah. The other way out of it is that grandma dies. That's yeah. the other way out. Grandma yep. just keeps dying ad yep. infinitum. Yep. And just forever, I live in my fucking yep. basement and yep. I ride a stationary bicycle until I die. That yep. is the only way out of yep. this. I'm essentially, I'm essentially that guy from the moon, the movie moon or whatever. Right. I just fucking run on a treadmill constantly and I never see anybody else and I call people on Zoom. That's my life. God, I fucking hate these people and I hate fucking social media companies for pretending that yep. this is complicated. Yep. Guys, don't buy that. It's yeah. not complicated. Facebook, let me be fucking clear. Facebook could fix this tonight. Yep. It's 7.52 p.m. They could bang this fucking thing out before the end of the fucking day yeah. because they, they can, can it find your the nipples. Yeah. Yep. They can find your nipples. No. God damn it. Not today. Honey, did my pillow guy broke into the house again? Looks like you're not sleeping well. Yeah, Mike, I'm not sleeping well. Maybe because someone's been smoking crack in a weird void in my house again. I'm here to help you get the best sleep of your lives. Mike, please, I'll buy a pillow, whatever. Just please get out of my bathroom. Honey, will you give me the credit card so I can buy another fucking crack pillow from Mike? This is I love this shit. This is from Yahoo News. 
My Pillow you know, CEO Mike Lindell releases absurd conspiracy infomercial. <laughs> I love that they uploaded it to YouTube and they misspelled the title. <laughs> That's my favorite part. It says, the video called Absolute Truth, which apparently mistakenly was uploaded to YouTube as Absolute Truth. Absolute Truth. Absolute. It's like it's just like you're arguing at the end of the night at two a.m. Right. <laughs> the bar. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Yeah. First of all, it's uh, it's a great pillow. So that <laughs> just goes without saying. This is the absolute truth. You know, it's just <laughs> I do a lot of things if I had some money. This fucking guy. I also love there's there's a video clip where he's on Newsmax and oh, they, yeah. they have him on oh, Newsmax, guys. So Newsmax it's of so all good. places, right? His it's this so dumb motherfucker. He's on Newsmax and the it's guy so and he's good. like, well, we had you on to talk about your suspension from Twitter. And he's like, Dominion voting machines. And the guy asked him, the guy from Newsmax, who they're getting sued for like a gajillion. Now he has to be like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, we have not he, verified that. He this is not credible information. Yeah, he reads a statement. He grabs a piece of paper <laughs> off his desk. And then he starts reading the lawyer's statement. And at one point, the fucking, what's the guy's name? Is it, what's the, what's the MyPillow guy's name? Liddell? Mike Lindell. Mike yeah. Lindell. He stay, he's still going. And they've turned his mic down. And the guy's reading the statement he finishes the statement and then he, he just leaves. looks at the camera and he just gets up and leaves <laughs> he just leaves his own interview it's the best it's, it's so, so great it's, it's so good so great oh, oh. And it's, it's and so it, you fucking it, amazing you know what it, 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 it cemented in me when i saw that he made his own infomercial i realized that this guy is QAnon ross perot that's what he is <laughs> he is He's right? a dumb motherfucker who somehow has so much money. So much money. So much. And, he, and he's he's making infomercials to try to convince you of something. And it's yep. it's literally QAnon Ross Perot. That's yep. what this guy is. He's a but I will say, man, like the Dominion lawyers, when they get a hold of this thing and they finally get him in trial, one of them is just gonna on top, you know where the, the prosecution sits or whatever. They're gonna, they're gonna take, they're gonna pull out a my pillow, and then they're gonna just have hard eye contact while they dry hump it on the fucking table. <laughs> they're just gonna hard eye contact him the whole time, and then they're like, "Our case rests." Thank you very much. <laughs> Seriously, this is gonna be the legal equivalent of jumping from the top rope. Like they're just whoop, boom. It's, it'd, be I mean, awesome it's, if, it'd be awesome if they treat the pillow like a like a wrestler and they're doing suplexes like with the pillow <laughs> and then they drop an elbow on it in front of them and then like they do the leg drop, tag the <sighs> tag the the woman in who's behind the desk and she comes out and she does it. He throws him off the ropes and it's the actually judge pulls off. his shirt yeah. off and he's fucking ripped his shit and he starts laying some beats down. <laughs> he starts hitting the gal. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man! Uh, I, I love that. Uh, it's, I don't know if we talked, about it, but um, Dominion, or I think Dominion, or Smart Tech, or one of those guys is yeah. suing Fox Smart for two point seven yeah. billion with a B dollars. Yeah. Oh, it's so much money! It's and so Fox much was money. Just like we would like you to throw out that lawsuit because it scares us. They fired one of their guys. Super bad. Yeah, they fired Lou. They Dobbs. fired. Lou they Dobbs. fired Dobbs. Lou Dobbs had one of the longest running, like most popular shows. They fucking canceled that shit with no, just like in like a um, day. You're yeah. fired. Yeah, they were like they were like they they treated him like Facebook found a nipple. That's how quickly they fired. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it was immediate. Can you like you're Lou Dobbs? You're like you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing. You're yeah. like if you're Lou yeah. Dobbs. 
I, I don't like well, Lou Dobbs. No, and I don't feel Lou sorry Dobbs for was, Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs was, he was, he was reaching though, especially with, you know, giving people airtime with the Q, with, not with QAnon, but definitely with the, uh, the voting machine stuff. And but, yeah, that's going to sink them. Yeah. But like, so was that Maria, uh, whatever the fucker long name is. Like, I can't remember. Yeah, there, were, there were a handful of other Fox hosts that were doing the same thing. And you have to think like, like, I, I just have to think that this guy gets off a set and people are like, great show tonight, Lou. Great show tonight, Lou. And then he shows up for work and they're like, you're fired, Lou. <laughs> then you're just like, what the fuck? Like yesterday, it was great show, Lou. Here's I was gift. great show, Lou, like last Here's week. Here's your severance package. It's a lifetime supply of my, my pillow. There you go. That's <laughs> what you get. You can hug Enjoy. this and cry yeah. into it. <laughs> Scream into this, Lou. Yeah. Scream into this. It's better than sleeping on that fucking piece of shit <laughs> pillow. <laughs> I'm here live. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. I, 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 can, I can see that. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Don't you Republicans are breaking away? Yeah, to let's see. I, I, I'd like to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sister, it comes from the Daily Beast. Over 100 anti-Trump ex-Republicans held a Zoom call to plot new breakaway parties, says report. Cecil, before we start this, how many of them were cats at the time the Zoom call was held? <laughs> oh, Tom, they probably, if they were cats, they said they weren't cats, though. And I think that's the most important part. You've got, to announce, you've got to announce that you're not a cat. I think that's the key. Best yeah. thing I've seen yeah. in years. Oh, it's so good. Years. It's so good. It's if so you good. guys haven't seen it <laughs> he somehow. So, he I, sounds so, so <laughs> sad. It's so, I, I wonder, uh, we're working on a judge, but I'm ready to go forward. I'm here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cat. I want a I'm not a cat I'm shirt. A cat. I want a I'm not a cat I shirt with that cat face. Oh. I so want that. With his want eyes that. looking oh. all worried. God, it's a cat I want that. Worried so, looking. Oh. I love it so much. And the, the eyes looking around was my oh. favorite part because you know he's moving his head and the eyes are, oh, so good. You guys have to see it. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure everybody's seen it. It's been all over, but it's on our Twitter feed. It's just a lawyer who just doesn't, he's, he's got a filter. Snapchat filter on or a, a Zoom filter on and he can't shut it off. And it's a little kitten and it's the most adorable thing check out this week's stream i'm sure we're gonna watch it six or seven uh, times on that too so so a hundred uh republicans all per had their fucking kids sign them into zoom or whatever <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was very interesting because they basically were like look the, the party is fucking broken and we need to start a new party the as yet unnamed party would reportedly run on a platform of principled conservatism what they used to call Republicanism yeah, and would field its own candidates in some races and endorse center-right Republicans or Democrats in other. Evan McGuffin, former chief policy director for the House Republican Conference, said he co-hosted the Zoom call after he and other former GOP officials decided they could no longer tolerate Trump's continued grip on the party. How can a man with such tiny hands... Have this kind of grip strength. You would think. Maybe he's got one of those claw grabbers that he reaches out like he picked garbage <laughs> up. Hopefully, if they convict him, he has one of those eventually in Georgia. Oh. You know, he could just have one of those he's walking around with. I want to say, you know, there's a part of me when I see this, I think of that, and I know you haven't seen it, but there's a new Godzilla movie. And you remember that movie with, uh, do you remember that movie with, uh, 
I don't know the G- Japanese actor's name, but he's in that movie with Tom Cruise where Tom Cruise is a samurai. Last Samurai. Yeah. You know the Japanese guy, the main Japanese guy in that? He's a famous actor. He's in Inception. He's the Japanese okay. guy yeah, yeah, in a yeah, bunch yeah. of other things. Yeah, he's, he's in the Godzilla He's the only movie. Japanese actor yeah. in Hollywood. Yes. He's really almost, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's one of the few. Like, he's, but he's definitely yeah. one that you recognize. Goofing, yeah. And I don't know his name, but he's in that, he's in that Godzilla movie. And there's a point where the, the two monsters are going at each other. And he looks at the camera after the guy's coming up to him and he's like, let them fight. And that's how I feel. <laughs> this is how I feel yep. when they're, you know, like the Republicans are going at it. But, but I want to temper this by saying they are only probably going to primary in certain places. And it's not like they're going to split off. They're still going to vote Republican. They're just going to try to get different Republicans on that aren't queuing on Republicans, et cetera, hopefully. And I, you know, it's not like I can expect these people to vote for a Democrat. I know they said that out loud, but I don't believe it, right? Yeah. What I believe is, is that they're going to try to primary people in other areas to try to get rid of, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens and things like that and try to put on different people on those tickets that will be better I, I, you know, might be better people too. I don't know, but I think that they're going to try to do more of that. Yeah, I, I'm at a place in 2021 where like, I just want our opponents to improve. Like I, I'm okay. Hey, if, if the opponent like thinks that true things are true, even if you're a horrible person, I'll take the neocons, man. Yep. I'll take the weird, like Cheney Bush Republicans. I'm I am so sad. I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss the days of the Cheney Bush. Let's start a war for no reason because it made my dad sad. Republicans, like, let's talk about whether we should enhance, interrogate, well, torture people. Republicans. I will, say, I will say that Bush, well, while Trump tried to start a war on a lie, Bush actually did start a war on a lie. He did. So, he did. Yeah, and I, so. <laughs> I will contend that up until January 6th, I would have I would have contended that George W. Bush was still the most dangerous, misguided, um, and worst president that America had ever elected, yeah. um, even including Trump. And I do feel differently after January sixth. Yeah. I think yeah. that our near no way, miss, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's our, no way you could go back now. I mean, no. even with you could argue the four hundred thousand dead is enough to say he fucked that up so bad that it that it just you know it's just such a blunder of leadership. But at the same time. You know, when you go, when you look at it from a, from a, a farther out view and you say, no, that, that almost flipping the entire, I mean, I don't even know what would have happened if someone would have died or if somebody would have, you know, if they would have gotten a hold of several of those people and held them hostage. I don't, I like, the thing is, is, is I remember, I remember hearing a bunch of people saying, I don't know what I would do if Trump won. And before the election, there was a bunch of people saying it and they're saying, I just literally can't think of what I'll, where I'll be or how I'll be able to even handle that or what you know, what the world will even look like if Trump wins. I don't, I'm, I feel the same way of if they would have turned left instead of right at that one door, what yeah. would have happened? I don't even know. Like, I literally don't even know what would have happened differently and how that would have changed yep. us so fundamentally. Yeah, there's a timeline I'm just barely not living in where that yeah. happened. Right, right, right. absolutely, yeah. yeah. A terrifying time. Yeah, yeah. When I can become king then, the lady of the lake, her arm clad in the purest shimmering Samite, held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water, signifying by divine providence that I, Arthur, was to carry Excalibur. That is why I'm your king. Listen, strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. 
supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be quiet. So holy fuck, this story's from the Raw story, and I've read this a couple of places. These QAnon followers believe Trump is still secretly president and has been carrying out public executions at the White House. Not only do they believe that, they think that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. They think that secret. Yeah. How can you have secret public executions, Cecil? <laughs> I, I Tom. I don't secret know, man. Public. I don't know, man. What the? Can somebody? Can somebody just explain to these fucking people what those two words mean when they're next to each other? Secret and, public executions. And and the worst part about and you know, the worst part about this is that this is no longer trolling right? This is purposeful misinformation created because these are photoshopped pictures that they're putting out. These aren't yep. just, these aren't just, oh, they're taking a picture of the, the scaffolding there and they're saying that they're hanging people there. No, they're right. photoshopping in images from other countries where there were people that were hung and they're photoshopping them in to the scaffolding that exists as if there were public executions there yep. and someone snapped a photograph of yep. it. They are literally digitally manipulating these photos. We have to get to a point where that becomes something that you can then be, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you go. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say something like prosecuted for, but there has to be something that happens to you for creating purposefully misleading photos that are making people, you know, that are turning people into revolutionaries. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there, man, because we are, and I know we've talked about this before, it's a, it's a, this is a real worry of mine, that we are a handful of photoshops and deep fakes away from being sold a bill of goods that pushes us to the brink of war, to a war that pushes us to react in ways we can never take back. We, there, we have to create... The need for digital literacy is, is not a request. It is a requirement that is existential. We will not survive. We will not survive as a nation or as a world if we can't figure this out. It needs to be illegal in some way, I think, to manipulate images at all and post them as news. Like, think about, like, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, right? Right. Like one of the precipitating events that pushed us into the Vietnam War was the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if that never happened, but we had video of it anyway? We're an inch away from that. We are an inch away from videos of things that never happened. And that kind of shit is what pushes us into war. We got into a war with Iraq because there were photos, right? There were aerial surveillance photos that were suggestive of weapons of mass destruction, yeah. man. We look at shit with our eyes and we believe it. And because we we have a stupid fucking idea still that seeing is believing. It's not anymore. Yeah. It's 2021. Seeing should be doubting. But it won't be because we're not built that way as people, as humans. We're not built that way. And one of the things I think that is that is uh, you know, important to understand and for our audience to understand is that, well, you or I or someone in the audience who does have some sort of digital literacy will see this and say, this isn't real. Or they'll do a reverse image search and they'll say, oh, well, this is clearly the top of this thing is clearly, 
yep. of the this and the bottom of this is this. They'll do a couple of things that require a, a touch of digital literacy and immediately find the answer. And so they, they'll be fine, but there are people out there that won't do that work. Yep. And they will be convinced of this and they will act on this because here's the thing. If you really thought they were, they were executing people at the, at the fucking, they, they think he's still president, which is hilarious. They think he's secret still president, president and he's the secret president and he's executing the deep state. That's what they're saying. But if you thought that someone was murdering somebody, how far would you go? I mean, look at Pizzagate guys. They yeah. thought they were murdering people. That's how far they went. So, you know, this is in a, this, look at how far they went when they thought they stole the election. Yep. Look at how far they go when they get lied to. Look at how far people will go. I mean, but fucking Manson, Charlie Manson convinced people to kill other people by words, folks. He never killed anybody, okay? Yep. Charlie Manson didn't wield any. He just told people to kill somebody and they did. That's how this works. We've got to be afraid of that in some way. And there's got to be some way to, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not smart enough and I'm not pretending I'm smart enough. But there has to be something there that prevents this sort of thing or that calls attention to this sort of thing. Like I said earlier, when we talk about Facebook, they can immediately tell when there's a nipple in the background. They know when we get that, that kid who can't uh, finish a sentence on in our video and audio, they know when that happens. There has to be some way for uh, some flagging process that allows us to say this is a fake thing and for them to put something on it right away. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people know immediately because uh, it's getting to the point where people are falling for the like the most absurd shit. But again, it sounds crazy, but you sit back and think, no, some people believe this. Yeah. Some, some not in Remember when we first started covering QAnon, it was so outlandish. Yeah. That we were laughing about it because it was this bizarro David Icke reptile-esque world. We fucking elected that person as a Congress. Yeah. Like into Congress our man. Congress as yep. a Congress person. That's, not just one. Yeah, multiple, multiple. Yeah. The, the, there, there is no such thing as too absurd to be real anymore. Yeah. So we yeah. have to be really, really careful because too absurd to be real isn't true. That's not, a, that's not a something you can rest on. We live in a world, we live in a country where most people believe that there is an omnipotent being most people believe that somebody came back from the dead. Most people believe that there was a talking donkey. Most people believe that, you know, I mean, these are all biblical myths, right? Yeah, these are, yeah. the, most people believe nonsense. Most people believe nonsense already. They are primed to believe nonsense already. And they are raised and they are taught nonsense from a very young age. And that nonsense is all different, there's all different types of nonsense, but religious nonsense is just as much nonsense as QAnon. Yep. It's not any different. It's the same type of dumb shit. It's, it's somebody lying to you to profit off of it. Is it okay if we do accent sugar? Troy, Georgia the country, not the state. That's right. Capital city Tbilisi and former member of the Soviet Union. And we kindly request y'all mind your P's and Q's. So this story comes from Slate.com. It sure looks like Trump will face criminal charges for election fraud. This refers specifically to the call that Trump made to the Secretary of State in Georgia, um, which we covered a few weeks ago. When yeah, it happened. something he should have been impeached for. Yes. Something it's he some, should have been impeached yeah, for. It's something that in any rational world would be a scandal that nobody should abide. Yeah. Uh, but instead, it was a side note yep. to the bigger, more unbelievably troubling problems, which he immediately 
came followed, afterward. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now they're looking at, 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 at seeing, you know, yeah, this guy looks like he broke some laws and that's just a fucking dude. And dudes can go to jail like anybody else. This, so much of what happens in the coming years is really going to test whether or not justice is a truth in our system. It really, it really is going to test whether or not leadership of, of a high enough value shields you from consequence. And I, I am holding my breath to see what happens. I can, I am not hopeful. I'm cynical, but it's necessary that this happens. It's absolutely fucking necessary. Uh, an election law, I just want to read from the from the articles. I think this was this was interesting. An election law expert, Rick Hasen, noted at the time that there is no question that Trump was asking Raffensperger to manufacture enough votes to overturn the Georgia election on the basis of paranoid delusions. That's the truth that, we just escaped from. Yep. And I think one of the things that's going to save us is, is that in the federal government, and with these big, wide federal races, you'll see all these people still sort of clinging to this Trump ship as it's going down. And they're still clinging to it and they're still praising him and they're still on board and they're still trying to protect him. Because they know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think they like him. I think they know that if they were, like you said earlier, there's a tiny thread that is holding all these people together as Republican voters. If they don't hold on, that thread's going to pull all those people apart. And then the next election, you know, there's going to be a bunch of disaffected voters because you didn't stick up for Trump. And now what do we do? You know, those types of things. Right. They, they've got to try to, they've got to try to cater to those people. And so we're in a situation now where those people are in the federal government. They feel like they need to cater to him. I think some of these state governments, especially the state governments that aren't Republican, Looking at you, New York, where they're trying to trying to go after Trump for uh, for fraud and different things that he did there, illegal things he did there. Those are the places where I think you're gonna you're gonna run into a lot less. They don't have the heat on them. They can be right. impartial. They can they can view this this case and say, "Yeah, man, this is how the case is. He's just a normal dude." Georgia, I'm not so sure about because I think that they're gonna there. A lot of these people are gonna be afraid of losing their job or getting voted out of office if they go after Trump. But some of these people on the phone call might already realize that they're fucked because they already had a phone call with Trump where they denied him. You know, they denied him three times or whatever. Right. And so, you know, so so Trump, they've already had that phone call. So there might be a there might they might already think, well, fuck it, my time in here is uh, is limited anyway. I might as well do what I can to to go after him a little, you know, maybe that might work. You know, one of the things too, that's so different about if he were brought up on criminal charges, he would actually be tried. And, and I know we talk about the impeachment, the second one too, um, as if it were a trial, but I just want to point out really clearly, it's not a trial. No, it's not. It's not a trial, right? Because in a trial, it's the, a trial is decided in America by an impartial jury of your peers it yeah. is not decided by an incredibly partial jury of your co-conspirators. That's what yep. that's what we have now. We have a hundred fucking people, all of whom have skin in the game. If you have a, it's not like if I'm on a jury and I find Cecil guilty of a crime, but Cecil's powerful, I lose my job. I, you go to jail, and I go home, and I go back to work. 
The problem with the impeachment is it's not like that. It's not a criminal or civil offense. It's really just got some personal repercussions for the person being impeached. Yep. And the people who decide it are not an impartial jury and they're not required to act as an impartial jury. Yeah, yeah. Right? But if he goes to fucking an actual jury, Cecil, where they decide, and I, I, I can't imagine anything more fucking delicious because this motherfucker has skated past responsibility his whole life. His whole fucking life, nobody has held this son of a bitch to account for the countless shitty fucking things that he has done. You know, when he denied black people uh, yeah, housing, housing. What, yeah. nothing fucking happened to him. You know, when he's sexually assaulting women, nothing fucking happens to him. You know, when he breaks the law time and time and time again, nothing steals, happens to him. When he steals from a charity. Right. Nothing happens to him. Nothing ever happens to this motherfucker. So much so that it's a joke among his supporters that he is the Teflon Don. Right? Don, suggesting that he is a mafia boss. Teflon, nothing sticks to him. That's what they call him. His own supporters have called him the Teflon Don. Nothing can fucking nothing can stick to this guy. He can yeah. do whatever he wants. He's impervious to harm. I cannot yeah. wait for this fucker to become pervious. Yeah, right. That perv. Right. Pervious. <laughs> there he is, pervious. Pays $132,000 for that too. That's right? expensive, pervious. I, I, you know, I, I'm right there with you. I want to see, I want to see repercussions happen, you know, for all the bad things that he's done. And I want to see us, you know, it, it, it's just that there was never anything in place from any point on in history to stop people from doing this sort of thing. We, 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 we've, we've talked about it before, but it was just sort of this handshake agreement that you wouldn't be an asshole in office. And, you know, for instance, he didn't show up to this to speak for himself, right? They, they, they requested his presence and he refused. He said, no, you know, and it's, and it's, it's one of those things that what's going to happen when they request his presence in one of these trials and they call him to the stand, is he going to say no? Because yeah. I don't think you could say no in a in a state. They'll arrest trial. him. Yeah, they'll have to. They'll actually arrest him because it'll be real. It won't yeah. be some political gamesmanship bullshit. You know yeah. what we found out is like Congress doesn't seem to have any real power. Yeah, there's no teeth. There's no fucking teeth to it because the the, the only people the people who have the teeth have to choose to use those teeth. Yeah, and if half of them are, it'd be like it'd be like if if Cecil was in charge of whether or not I got punched in the face today. And Cecil was like, well, no, Tom's my no. friend. Nobody punches him in the face. Yeah. And I'd be like, la, 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 I never got punched. When yeah. your buddies are in charge of your well-being, yeah. you're shielded. By God, I hope he fucking, oh, I hope, I hope this yeah. fucking guy is tied up. If not, even if nothing happens, Cecil, it would be fucking delicious for this asshole to be tied up, constantly defending himself in criminal and civil suits, blowing his fucking money. Just yeah. well, money, 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 money. Supposedly money. has, you know. I mean, I know he got a bunch because of this, well, the, the thing that he just pulled. But you know, they're also saying he's really deep in debt too. So I hope he's, I hope he spends all of his fucking money doing this silly fucking shit. I hope it's just, I hope is the entirety of the back end of his career where he should just be basking in the fucking post presidential afterglow. I hope yeah. it's a fucking nightmare for him. This guy whose ass I eat lives around the corner. I'm gonna see if I could use his bathroom. Oh, you'll eat ass, but you won't take a vaccine? Michael, for the last time, I don't know what's in that thing. I know what's in Twinkie Tim 81's ass. What? Me. And my roommate. 
and my neighbors and their roommates and something that Tim calls mystery jizz. I get it. So this story is fucking bonkers. It comes from the Jerusalem Post. Iran cleric. People who are vaccinated for COVID have become homosexuals. So I guess we are making, Cecil, about, on average, 1.8 million homosexuals a day Jesus. in the States. Wow. We're going to reach herd immunity. Like, we're going to reach, like, 70 80% homosexuality. Wow. And I, I read that, and I thought, okay, um, it will solve a lot of our climate problems. I will, will say. Who will? Like, we're not yeah. going to have to worry about yeah. an overpopulation issue, yeah. a lot of our climate problems. There's worse problems to have. Yeah. And as yeah. a dude— you know, I get to, I get a, I get another dude as a partner. I don't have a bunch of shitty kids around me. I get to spend two dudes salary. I think this is good. I think it's good. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you get a little benefit. I don't know. Don't mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, isn't it great though, that we're in a situation where Iran was one of those places where this really COVID really kicked off pretty quickly in Iran. Yep. If you remember, it was one of those places that it sort of ticked off really fast. And you know, it's also one of those countries where there can be actual capital punishment for homosexuality. Yep. Yeah. So th it's, 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 it, this is not it a is vacant a threat. Yeah. It's a country. It's a country that where homophobia is weaponized. Mm -hmm. And so by saying that you're basically saying, you know, if they're saying that out loud, it's a, you're right. It's, it's not a threat. It's it's to them it's it's a way bigger threat. We we think of it as silly, but to them it's a, that's kind of a threat. Yeah, I, he's saying what he said is don't go near those who've had the COVID vaccine. They have become homosexuals. This same guy last year he had a video of himself burning Harrison's Manual of Medicine and saying that quote Islamic medicine had made such books irrelevant. This is this is like part of that whole grand religious tradition that, um, and I think religion is is really in this space in the 21st century where they are looking at the, they are hearing the death knell, right? The yeah. death rattle yeah, yeah. of their own um, yeah. relevance could yep. not be louder in their fucking ears. And so they, they ratchet it up, right? It, it, they have to, they have to make the stakes really high to scare people. Because if the stakes are really high, that will scare some people. Some people are going to follow that bullshit Pascal's wager. That's sort yeah. of like, eh, why not? You know, if, if the stakes are, I go to hell otherwise, may as well believe. And there's like all kinds of problems with that. But right. like, it, it's, it, it really, religion is in a place where they aren't relevant. Yeah. Where you can pick up your stupid fucking book and I can pick up Harrison's Manual of Medicine. And I can say, you know what? One of these is going to make me better when I'm sick. Yeah. And it's not your stupid book about flying donkeys. That's well, nonsense. And you're fucking full of shit. And everybody who reads this knows in the 21st century that you can't land a fucking space shuttle. On, you can't you can't dock a space shuttle with the International Space Station. Space Station. You can't build fucking uh, rechargeable cars. You can't solve any of our problems with your nonsense. Your book is absurd. They have to make the stakes so high that it scares the shit out of people. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's how they've been controlling people forever is by by making it seem like they are blasphemers. Right. Make it seem like the person who you want to uh, want to uh, attack 
is somebody who is blaspheming or who's going against God. And if you can do that, you can then turn an entire population, and we saw it happen here in this country. They turned an entire population, the evangelicals did, against whoever went against Trump. Basically, whoever went against Trump, they turned him into a anointed leader, somebody who probably wasn't religious at all, but they saw it in their, it was in their best interest and that's what they did. And that's, and that's what religion has been doing forever. They've been using it to control women. They've been using it to control, uh, control, uh, politics. And that's what they do here. You could just see it plain as day. All you got to do is open your eyes. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Mike Blake, help. I took legal advice from a podcast and the collared fox. Thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate all the support, uh, all the things that we put together and uh, having a a podcast assistant to help uh, get the podcast to you. We would not be able to do any of that without your funds. So we want to thank you so much for your generous donations. We got a couple of emails we want to cover. Uh, first, I want to mention that I was on uh, the Kids on Drug podcast. There'll be a link on this week's show notes. Uh, I had an opportunity to talk to Mike for a little while. Uh, the other co-hosts wouldn't, couldn't make it, but it was just Mike and I. And we we talked a lot uh, about politics and we talked about drugs and uh, some of the drugs that I have done in the past, drugs I had wanted to do and drugs I've never done. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so you can check it out. A lot of the drug talk is later on in the show. We talked, it was funny because when you listen to it, both of us are just so stunned because we recorded it almost right after the fucking insurrection. So it was really close. It was like that Sunday. So we're just, both of us just, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? So trying to have a conversation right? on that was very difficult, but we, we made it work. So check it out. It'll be on this week's show notes. We got a message from Jennifer. She said, oh my gosh. She said, the question on why religion demonizes vaccines. My mom honestly believes that there will be a microchip in the vaccine and that it will be the mark of the beast. And she believed in Q. You know, oh they've been God. talking about this mark of the beast thing. And I've been calling it for a long time, the microchip thing and the mark of the beast. You know, they, they, they pick new things as time goes on. Back in the day, it was a debit card was the mark of the beast. And then it moved from other that. things. Yeah, to, from, yeah. From there to other stuff. And you know, they've, they've always tried to pin it on different people and they're pinning it now on the vaccine. And so that's just going to keep morphing. Oh my God. It's like Harold camping where you, you, you pick the end of the world, but you missed, (laughs) but now I can just pick a new day because that's how it works. Yep. Got a message from, uh, this is from Jonathan and he sent an image of uh, a Caillou image that we're going to post on this week's show notes. He knows how much (laughs) Tom hates Caillou. Caillou. So, uh, fucking hate that guy. We also got a message from, uh, Seiki, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but they said uh, they said that it's even worse than what we mentioned last week about Anderson Cooper. Uh, it's because Anderson Cooper just had a son in April 2020, so it's basically someone saying, "I I I thought you ate babies when you still literally have a baby around." Wait, that, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> that that is really something. That really yeah. is yeah. Like, cause you're not like when you just have a brand new baby, you're not even jaded yet. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom, we got a message from Travis uh, from Patreon. So Travis says uh, he wanted to ask a, a question um, that is primarily related to atheism. Religion ultimately seems to explain or soothe, in a sense, the fear of death, or at least offers an explanation about what happens. With atheism, we don't have that. I am atheist and I frequently think about what happens after death, but I have no way to know and it causes me a lot of distress. 
if I was religious, I wouldn't have to worry about it because it's all explained away. Do you guys ever get into an existential shitstorm thinking about stuff like that? Or is it just me? Um, I, I Can I go first? Go ahead. So, yes and no, Travis. So, the, the problem that I fall into personally is that I cannot imagine the experience of not being. And so, a lot of, for me, a lot of the existential dread comes from my inability to imagine the experience of me no longer experiencing, right? And so what I can, the only thing that I can do is create some kind of bullshit simulacrum of that, wherein I am both existent and non-existent, both aware and unaware. And when I think in those terms, I find myself all kinds of fucking stirred up. Yeah. And here's how I fix it, Travis. I don't think about it. And it's not avoidance. It is It is simply an acquiescence to the reality that when it happens, there will not be an I to think about it. Yeah. And unlike most things in my life where if I don't think about it, those chickens will come home to roost, these chickens never come home to roost. They can't. The chickens all disappear. Yeah. The moment I die, all the chickens are gone. Yep. And so it is one of the very few quandaries that I firmly believe can do you no good to wrestle with. Yeah. And so what I do is I simply choose not to wrestle with it at all. I remember when I was uh, when I was young, this was when I was in my 20s, I had some very high existential dread about dying, about not existing. And I had some very, very difficult times. And a friend of ours once said to me, because uh, I said, I, you know, I just don't know that I'm ready to die. And they said, well, that's the one thing you don't ever have to be ready for. You don't ever have to be ready to die. And yeah. it's kind of exactly what you're saying. They just didn't articulate it as well as you just did. But it's essentially the same thing. I remember I had a lot of those when I was younger, a lot more when I was younger. I noticed that the older I get, the easier it is to come to terms to my with my own mortality. Uh, I feel like I don't feel like I'm I missed everything like I would have if I would have died when I was 20. I would have missed a lot of, you know, interesting things that happened in my life. And I don't feel like that anymore. I feel like I feel I feel a lot a lot better with the idea of not being. But uh I will say this. I disagree on the on the counterpoint, which is that religious people have it easier because I will tell you, I would have crazy anxiety about living forever. I would have absolute crazy anxiety about what that felt like and how long I would live and would I watch the world explode and you know, would I watch the heat death of the universe? That scared the shit out of me when I was, uh, when I was religious. I yeah. was very terrified of living forever. So I actually, I find a lot more comfort in an end than I do a, a something that goes on forever. Uh, that is, that was terrifying to me. So I'm in a different mindset. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I was younger, I had that, I had those bouts of existential dread a lot and I have them a lot more infrequently now because I think like you do, Tom, it's okay to put off because there's nothing to put off. And then at the same time, I don't feel like I, I, I don't feel like I, I had no life. I didn't live. I felt like I did live right. up till now. I want to live more, but you know, it's like, you know, yeah, I'll be, I, yeah. I, I don't like to imagine that there is a world that will exist that I'm not in. Yeah. And I, I, so what I do is because I don't like that so much, I realize I just don't just think skip about it. it. I don't just have to it. imagine. Yeah. You can just skip because it. Because I'll never have to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. If you want to check out our stream, we, uh, 9 p.m. Central Time, we stream on Thursdays. So you can come check it out. Uh, we uh, stream on all the major streaming networks, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, we have a lot of fun, so come check it out. Uh, you can also check out those videos after the fact on our main page. You can check out the, uh, you can check out the clips of that on our clip page. So if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you could just look at the clips. And uh, the interesting thing about the clips is, is that since we name the people that we talk about, their followers will search for them and then they will see <laughs> and they will tell us how blessed they are and how wonderful they are. So you could go argue with some of those people in the comments for our Chick Clip channel if you want because we <laughs> get told how bad we are because we made fun of cat care, for instance. Oh, that's amazing. So go check out the clip channel and you can check out our YouTube channel as well as uh, all the other channels where we uh, stream video. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.